Hey guys, welcome back to She Is Podcast. It's your girl Tay, and we have a special guest today, the Knotless Guru. Give it up for the Knotless Guru. So I'm just introduce her. <laughs> she is a wife and a mother, a former educator educator with over eight years of experience in the K through 12th grade setting, a successful entrepreneur and the owner of Royal Crowns and Kinks. She specializes in knotless braids and teaches other braiders how to perfect their craft. So once again, give it up for the knotless guru. Thank you, thank you very much for having me on here. I'm super excited. Okay, guys. So this season is self-love. So we are in episode one, which is define your struggles and let yourself heal. So I'm going to just read something about self-love and then we're going to just get into asking the knowledge guru some questions about self-love and we're just going to chat. Okay, so self-love is not something you acquire. It's always been there. It is never left waiting it is never left waiting for you. And uh, sorry. It is never left waiting for you. It is an open mind and waiting for you to come back home. So, with that being said, we're going to define your struggles and how did you let yourself heal. So, my first question is, what struggles did you have with your self-love? What were some of your struggles that you had trying to find yourself and love yourself? Let me start off real deep, real quick. Um, so, just a little background about me. I am the only girl, and I'm also the oldest. So, anybody who is the oldest child know there that's an oldest child syndrome, right? Where you don't want to disappoint you know your parents and you have a lot of responsibility to to succeed to do well you don't have time to disappoint you don't have time to let yourself down you don't have time to let your parents down like you just you just had so much extra weight on you where whatever you did was not enough and I think you know over the years of I like to say reinventing myself because um, as you get older, you grow, you mature. You don't want to be the same person you were five years ago. Um, and obviously that's in a positive light. So trying to make myself understand and give myself grace, give myself patience, um, and not comparing myself to where others are in their journey and being okay with where I am and embracing where I am and how far I've come or how far I will go um, to get me back into, you know, showing myself self-love. So it's that grace, it's that patience, it's that, you know, being kind to yourself. Sometimes we can be some of, you know, our worst critics. And, you know, so being patient and kind with myself has definitely helped me out of my struggle. Did you struggle with comparing yourself to others? And if so, how what advice would you give somebody that's going through that right now? So, to answer the first part of the question, did I compare myself to others? Yes. Um, it's because I was never okay with where I was currently in life. I was always 
striving to do better. And I think in that route, you're looking at others who have what you think you need or what you think you want. Um, and I think getting out of myself is kind of like shutting out social media, right? <laughs> social media can be great some, and social media can be bad. And I think getting off of social media for a while um, kind of helped me appreciate what I have. Um, and just be thankful and be grateful. So I wasn't always kind. It wasn't. I wasn't always looking at what's the next best thing. Um, and also being like, hey, her journey is her journey. Their journey is their journey, and my journey is my journey. And being okay with that. Um, and that's definitely gotten me to where I am now. You know. So. <clears throat> but so my advice to anybody who is constantly finding themselves comparing themselves to other people, I think sometimes you just have to take a step back and not necessarily like detach yourself from people, from situations, from social media, from, you know, current movies, whatever the case may be, to get you back on track, to find things that you enjoy doing, that brings you happiness, that brings you peace, that brings you joy, um, and stop worrying about what everybody else is doing. <laughs> okay, that's good. How did you balance it all with you being a mom, working, doing your own business, being a wife? How did you balance yourself and oh. well, um I would like to say that that was not an easy thing to do. Um because I'm that oldest child thing. Like I I got to get it done. Like there's there's no room for stopping, there's no room for disappointment. I got to keep going. And then I realized, like, I'm burning myself out. Um, I'm burning myself out, and I don't have time or energy to do things that I love and enjoy. So I became very intentional about um, kind of old-fashioned. So I actually have a, uh, a uh, an agenda. And I wake up early every morning at 5.30. I pray. I write in my journal. Um, I write down. I do the daily, daily devotion. Write down in my agenda. Get my thoughts out on paper. Prioritize the things I need to do, things I want to do, um, and then fall in between. So making sure I have some me time every single day. Like, it doesn't have to be a whole day. You ain't got to spend a whole lot of money, but I just know making sure I was also included in my day definitely helped me balance just so I can show up in my business and I can show up just as much if I give my business 110% definitely got to give my family 110% and I'm for sure giving myself some you know that that energy as well okay what age did you really start making awareness to your self-love to be honest um during quarantine so I want to say 30 year 31 started going and turning into 32 right um i know some people be like dang she old <laughs> i'm like in my in my in my mind this is me also you know not necessarily reinventing myself but learning more of what chloe needs and what chloe wants um and being able to tell myself that it's okay um it's okay to, to love yourself. It's okay to pour into yourself. It's not selfish. It's actually really necessary. Um, and I think having, 
being on shutdown for so long. <laughs> I mean, some people may complain about it, um, but I will never complain about the time that I got back during quarantine and the time that I was able to get to know myself more um, and just give myself what I need. Okay, so since we're defining defining our struggles, what made you like? Okay, I have to I have to put myself first. Like, what brought you to that point? Because oftentimes we like we're going, we're going, we're going, we're mm. going, and we just feel like we can handle it, we can take it, and so we just get to that point. Like you just let everything build up. So what was your driving point? Like, no, okay, stop, pause. I have to put myself first. Um, so it would have been the beginning of my, um, eighth year in education after we got back from quarantine. Um, I had been an educator. I've been a varsity basketball coach for a long time. Um, and always that ripping and running that cannot sit down. I always have to do something. If I'm not sitting down, something is wrong. I'm doing something wrong. Um, I think that um, I think that just really made me realize like I can't do that you know what I mean like I couldn't like I had to move differently and like I was unhappy doing it and instead of being like you know it'll get better it'll get better and actually just sitting down and being like is this something that I want to continue to do? Is this something that's good for me? Should I be doing this? Asking myself a lot of questions and also asking God a lot of questions. Um, you know, I, sometimes we don't ask God enough questions. Um, and sometimes we're not intentional about listening to what he says. Because sometimes he will tell you what you need to do, how you need to do it, and what it will look like. And we'd be like, no, that ain't it. <laughs> um, but I really had to quiet myself and be intentional about listening and receiving what he wants me to do and what he needs for me to do. And I had to take that leap of faith and invest that time that I invested into so many young adults, amazing adults, amazing athletes, and invest that time into myself. Okay, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so, what, okay, so for somebody that's listening right now that's struggling, like, they don't know if, okay, I should make this move, like, it might be my, like, their heart is telling them to do it, but their mind is like, it's not going to work, I have a family to feed, it's not, like, you know, what advice do you have for that? Oh, um, sometimes we can prevent ourselves from doing great things um a lot of the times we can we get in our own way i personally have found myself definitely in the past i've literally thought myself out of a situation <laughs> like, it's not healthy oh my goodness no you you put the what ifs like this could happen that could happen what if you know like it's that it's that fear it's that fear that would drive you away from your purpose right because you it's the unknown and I think for anybody, I never say, like, just up and quit. Up and quit your job, right? <laughs> as a mom, um, as a wife, like, that was a, me making this business move. It was a conversation within my house. Um, but because my husband and I know each other, we've taken time to invest in each other um, and know what our mental space is, you know, how we feeling, how we thinking, how we moving and grooving. And 
he knew that was on my heart and he knew I was scared. Um, but it was always don't let that don't let that scariness or that fear stop you from becoming great. So if this is if you have a passion that you want to pursue, um, make sure you set a plan, right? Make sure you set a plan and make sure you see how, okay, how, what, 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 or how I, can I achieve this? And what will it look like? Like in order for me to do this, I got to make sure I bring X, Y, and Z, right? So it's about, it's about having faith. It's about believing in your brand, whatever your brand may be. Because if you don't believe in it, nobody else is going to believe in it. And it's going to stop you from being successful. Mm-hmm. You know, we get, as my daughter and I have this conversation all the time. Um, but, you know, believing in your brand so other people will believe in it too. And also too, like not being okay with people who you think would support you not supporting you. Mm, that's that's real. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I think... A lot of the times we feel like our growth and our influence um, should really come from the people who love and care for us. And in, in, and in reality, you know, for example, my business has flourished. I have family and friends who, who do support me and who don't support me. And it's fine. It's no, it's no love loss. But my biggest supporters are those who don't even know me, who've actually never physically met me. Moon um, actually, who's had a chance to sit in my chair, who's bought products from me, um, they believe in my brand because I believe in it. I promote it. I, I walk and I breathe what I do. So you're going to develop a tribe. You're going to develop your tribe who is who is there for you. And I just encourage those who are on the fence of should I do this or should I not do this, ask ask if this is something that you should be doing. And be intentional about the message, you know, receiving that message. And don't run from it. Embrace it. It, entrepreneurship is not for the week, okay? It is not for the week. But the moment you step foot into it, it opens so many different doors. It opens your mindset to being like, oh, if I can do this, I can definitely do that. I'm always a fan of working smarter, not necessarily harder. In the last umpteen years, I feel like I worked harder <laughs> versus smarter. And now I'm in this new journey where I'm just, we elevating. We elevating. Only ways <laughs> up. Yes. So, um, so do you have like a self care routine? Do you say like, okay, this month I'm gonna get my nails done twice. I'm gonna get a massage. Like, what is your self care for somebody that's struggling with self care? Because I know oftentimes we feel like self care is like, oh, I have to go spend money. Mm. I have to go like. What if somebody doesn't have the money but really need the self-care or, like, just needs time away from family, moments away from family because it gets a little hard. So, like, what do you recommend for self-care? What are some tips? What do you recommend? So I would say first and foremost, um, self-care is necessary, right? Self-care does not involve spending money. Like, you don't have to spend money to to pour into your cup. Because self-care to me is you are refilling your cup. Like, what's in your cup is for you. And what overcome, what fills over that cup is for other people. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Do you feel like 
in order to pour into other people because I've seen multiple videos like this and I feel like this was like a conversation in our household. Do you feel like your cup needs to be filled before you can pour into others because what happened? Do you feel that way? or like? Um, most definitely. I feel like in order for you... It's almost like showing up the best version of yourself, right? You can't show up the best version of yourself if you haven't taken time to replenish what's inside of you, right? Making sure you're happy, making sure your needs are fed, right? It, it, it sound, it, Sometimes it can come off, like, really selfish, right? Like, me, 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 me. But how can you, 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 you know what I mean? If you're not taking that necessary, that, that, that time that you need. Um, so to answer your question... I feel like you have to pour back into your cup what you want to pour back out. I feel like if if you're constantly giving, right? If you're constantly giving, what do you have to give to yourself? That's real. <laughs> I know I was making my agenda for tomorrow and I just put feed myself because it's so necessary. It's mm-hmm. so needed. Oh like, my gosh, absolutely. Have to feed yourself. And so I, I'm working and I, on that. And that's the other thing too. Like I, I don't want people to feel like you have to spend money to show yourself self care. Sometimes self care to me is taking a nap. Sometimes um binge watching a show or having my favorite cup of evening tea or um having five minutes in the morning to read one of my favorite you know articles or dive into give me some extended time and devotion you know what i mean like it doesn't have to involve money and i feel like people once people get over that concept i don't have to spend money to fill my cup back up we're going to be all right. We could be much ha- happier people. <laughs> or even taking a walk, mm-hmm. taking mm-hmm. a drive, with listening to your favorite music, just getting your head space in the Absolutely. right mind. Because who? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you can touch so many people, more people, when you feed yourself. Like, it's just going to come naturally. But I do have another question, and this mm-hmm. is kind of off the list of me going down. Do you feel like self-love should be taught at a young age? Because oftentimes, being younger, and I've experienced this, you have to do the, like, you have to continue to give, 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 do this, oh, you got to do this because I'm this person, or I have authority over your life, so you got to do this, you got to do this, and if you're not, you're, you're selfish. So I feel like when people are older, it's like, I'm so used to putting other people for me. I don't even know how to put myself first because if I do, I'm selfish. And nobody mm-hmm. wants to be called selfish. So what is your input on that? I feel like I definitely believe that self-love and self, self-care should be taken, should be taught at a younger age. Right? It's not, I don't think it's disrespectful. I feel like I like with my 12-year-old, for example, like I feel like, Letting her know pampering herself is okay, right? But then also going into your room without electronics, without the TV, and diving and wanting to like wanting diving into one of your favorite books is also being able to pour back into yourself. Like you're not worried about the outside factors, right? Or, for example, <laughs> we had this conversation too. Like I remember growing up in a household where my mama was like, when my mama started cleaning. 
right? It was a it was a clear sign that we all had to get up and start cleaning. But I felt like she kind of put that into us that was like, if you if I'm moving, you got to move too. Versus just because I'm moving doesn't necessarily mean you have to move too. You know, and it depends on how you're raised. If I tell you to get something done, and I don't necessarily give you a time and a stipulation to get it done. I know you're going to get it done. Wait but it's going to wait to the last minute, but you're going to get it done. Um, but I think it's really important for kids to learn how to set boundaries um, for themselves. Because you don't want to constantly be saying yes to stuff that you mean no to. Right? Your friends be like, oh, let's go do here. Let's go here. Let's go there. Let's go do this. And let's go do that. If you mentally are like... I can't. I don't want to. Don't. Because you can't. You know what I mean? Like, that becomes, you become an adult, and you're in the habit of being like, do I really want to go with people that, you know, hang out with folks I really don't mess with? You know what I mean? Or do I have to go and possibly put myself around people that I don't really know out of my comfort zone? Maybe. No, I'm okay. I'm all right. And not feel bad about it. This goes back to if you mentally cannot do something, it's okay to say no. Absolutely. Your mental will tell you. Absolutely. Okay, so what tips do you have for anyone struggling with self-love or balancing or healing just life in general? What tips do you have? What last remarks do you want to leave? So I've, So one of my... One of the things that I follow and that has really helped... Um, put me in a better mental space in the last couple years is developing a morning routine. Um, Getting up before my household gets up to start their day, I dive into either some yoga, go hit the gym. I'm doing some physical activity. And then I'll divide, you know, dive into um, devotion or do meditation. Um, But just to get myself mentally prepared for the day versus just rushing into the day because if you can't give yourself five minutes like how are you gonna get somebody else five minutes right so I'm really intentional about the time that I take in the morning for myself and then I start my day off so if you are a person who is who struggles getting a a start to your day I do recommend that you find a way to pour back into yourself Just for a couple minutes, I'm not talking about a couple hours, right? Like, realistically, mamas who are always busy, busy, we ain't got a whole lot of time in the morning. But what you can do is you can definitely get up 30 minutes before your kids get up just to some woo stop in there, right? Just to to relax, just to – and it's crazy because people are like, you just woke up in the morning, why you need to relax? Because sometimes – we don't get re- we don't get we don't get sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know I can I, I don't know if anybody can relate, but sometimes I have my thoughts just be going, my thoughts just be moving. Like oh I need to do this. Oh I forgot to do that. I told my daughter I said, you know, because she also experiences this too. I said you have to be intentional about getting those thoughts out. And she's like, what you talking about? If you don't put a notebook by your bed and a pen, so the moment you have those thoughts pop up, you can write them write them down on a piece of paper. Get them out your head, close that notebook up, and go to sleep. And that's also another thing that I recommend people do. Do you do it? I still have yet to do it, it, guys. (laughs) But it definitely is one of those. It's a game changer. It's a game changer. Like, oh, my goodness, I forgot to put the clothes in the dryer. You going to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and go put the clothes in the dryer? Or is like, (laughs) are you just going to go to sleep? Right, I'm just going to go to sleep. Get it out your mind. 
Um, but definitely setting a, a morning routine, um, pouring back into yourself in the morning before you pour into others. And then also prioritizing your self-care time, intentionally scheduling some time for yourself um, during the day. Not necessarily during the week, right? We can set our nail appointments. We can set our hair appointments, right? I love my royals that come and get their hair done, right? Hold on, because somebody wants to tell me getting your nails done, it's not really self-care. That is true. That is very true. That's why I said make sure you <laughs> like you, you can be intentional about setting those appointments, right? But we also go back to you don't have to spend a whole lot of money. You don't have to spend money at all to dive into self-care. Because when you get your nails done, y'all not really feeding yourself. Like, at the end, you be looking like, ooh, I love my nails. But (laughs) you're not getting fed. You have to do something to feed yourself because then you're going to drain yourself thin. And when you drain yourself thin, you're just rolled out, stressed out. Burnt out. Then, guess what? You die from stress. Oh, stress is a silent killer. Yeah, don't kill yourself. Feed yourself. This is a sign that you need to get a journal. You need to get a planner. And even if you can't afford it, on your phone, it's a note section, I'm pretty sure. Get a blank sheet of paper. Oh, listen. Somebody somebody said brain dump. Somebody said self-care is eating breakfast. That is so true. Because most people don't eat breakfast. I mean, I'm one of the I people. I love breakfast. I'm one of the people, and you can testify to this. I will not, if you don't make it, I'm walking out the house. I don't grab it. Like, I don't think nothing of it. I get dressed. Yes, my grown self would, I'm not really grown, but it's my okay. grown self will walk out the house if my, if mama don't make breakfast. I mean, that's just, I don't know. I just, it, I don't think about it. Guess who else? Guess what else they just said? Somebody said picking water over sugar. We just had a conversation yesterday. We literally just had a conversation yesterday. <laughs> Having a sweet tooth is a killer. Listen, I have a sweet tooth. <laughs> I have a sweet tooth. It's so bad. And it's nothing wrong with having a sweet and tooth. And I got some cake at home that I was just thinking. About. And she tried to give me the head of cake. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> But that's another thing, though, like being able to say no to things that aren't necessarily the greatest for you, right? Being able to be fight that urge to have what, like, is this going to make me full? Like, is this going to, like, is this nutritional enough for me to last for a couple hours? Or is it just going to curve, curve my appetite for a little bit? But being intentional. Being intentional about what you put in your body. You also have to pick and choose your energy. Mm. I feel like sometimes we let the smallest things, and I can, I'm so guilty, can let the smallest things affect our energy, take over our day. And then you look back at it, say when you get in your bed, like, why? Why did I let that affect my day? I was walking around all day with attitude for this. Like, you cannot let another person's actions affect how you go about your day-to-day you have to okay this how this person is i have to move differently and i always say the saying in my head fool me once shame on you fool me twice can't put the blame on me okay j cole (laughs) all right j cole (laughs) like i can't how many times are you gonna fool me for me to wake up like you should you fool me once okay you fool me again, it's it. No three strikes. Two strikes, you're out. Like, you have to pick and choose. 
I think it's one of those things too, like when you are a person who are is always giving like somebody the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Right? Over and over and over. Like sometimes we see I'm just talking from experience. This is how I do it. Sometimes we see others' potentials before they see themselves, right? Like, mm. he could be so much better if he blah, blah, blah. She could be so much. She should, she could be greater if she blah, blah, blah. Granted, that's setting our own expectations for somebody else. Like, we're putting our own expectations on somebody else that might not be realistic for them. Just because we see what they should be doing. It might not necessarily be meant for them. Mm-hmm. You see mm-hmm. it. At, you see it for what it is, not for what it could be, not for what it should be, would be, all the above. You know what I mean? Just that's real. Okay. I just want you to leave one affirmation that keeps you going. Um, that's in your head every day. Leave them one affirmation. Oh, I got affirmations for days. It's different <laughs> situations. Like it's. I think the affirmation that constantly keeps playing out in in my head throughout the week is any obstacle that I am faced, I have the ability to overcome it. That is good. Any obstacle that I am faced, I have the ability to overcome it. That is good. That is great. Make sure y'all tell yourself that every day because no storm sent your way. Like, you can overcome any storm. Like, God got you. God give his toughest battles to his strongest shoulders. Uh, soldiers. Oh, sometimes. You know what? Sometimes people don't be ready for that. But sometimes, sometimes, ooh, sometimes they people don't, don't be ready for that. But, some, but you, when, when that click, it's going to click. When it when you click when it click in your head it's gonna click like sometimes you don't know what you're strong for until it happens and then once it's done you're like oh yeah like but even while you're going through that struggle right because everybody's struggle don't it's not a day a two days it's, it's not a, a year two years or still actually still currently struggling right but kind of just going through that struggle you have to fight you have to fight and you can't stop. Like the battle, you have to win the That's battle, it. and you have That's to it. fight. So with that being said, <laughs> y'all better fight that battle. Put yourself first and feed yourselves every day. Whether that's a three-minute car ride listening to your son, a song that's that's feeding you. Honestly, I can't get up early, but I'm gonna start starting tomorrow. But when I get in the car and I play some gospel music, I'm ready for my day and I'm ready to take over it. Do what works for you, cause what may works for the next person may not works for you. Facts. So take that car ride. Wake up early. Maybe do some workouts. Maybe journal. Maybe read your Bible. Do what works for you, cause what may work for me may not work for you. So you have to do what works for you. Have a great week, guys. We're in spring in Wisconsin. It's looking more like some winter. What? <laughs> it's, it snowed yesterday. What is going on? So have a great week. Make sure y'all feed yourself. If y'all have any questions for myself or the Knowledge Guru, you can DM questions. She will be back at the end of the self-love season for a self-love panel. But if you have any questions, you can DM me on Instagram at she is underscore W I, or you can email at she is W I two 
at gmail.com. Have a great week, guys.